0: This is MJ. Welcome back to another episode of King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows. This time I'm going to be analyzing, talking about, discussing, dissecting Mobile Fighter G Gundam Episode 31, which uh, is something about Get Angry Gundam Maxter? Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll explain as we get into it, but uh, I've entitled this episode Purple Mountain Majesties after a song that Chibity's mother used to sing to him when he was a child. Anyway, so, this episode begins with, uh, Gundam Rose and George Hassan being defeated by Neo-Portugal's Jester Gundam, and, uh, the pilot whose name is a little too complicated, so I didn't commit it to memory, um, but anyway, this sets up, uh, an upset that this guy, uh, mimics his opponents and is able to defeat them in that way, and... Uh, that's interesting. Uh, they say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and uh, it's kind of interesting because there's a little bit of a thread going on, you know, George is copied, Del Moon is copied later on at the circus, and then finally, uh, Chibity is actually impersonated um, and confronted by um, the neo-Portugal pilot, and uh, he... Basically, yeah, dresses up as him and and reminds him of his painful past and just how afraid of clowns and the kind of the circus he is for good reason. Um, But he does that by uh, impersonating him and calling him out um, and luring him into a, a trap, basically. And I don't know if his intention was to cheat and defeat him there or if he was just looking to freak him out because I, I guess he could have probably beaten Chibity but he chose not to he chose to uh drag it out and then uh use the fear that he set up and established to paralyze him in their uh Gundam fight match so that's pretty interesting um we've seen you know obviously the assassina- assassination attempts on Moon before but um we haven't really seen uh, an intimidation tactic used to uh, to get to your opponent, so it's a you know a little bit of a different spin. So yeah, Neo-Portugal's uh, Romario Manini hacks into the files on Chibity that Neo-America has, and for some reason they have stuff on his past from way back when, and he discovers that a riot of clowns... <laughs> an insane clown posse, if you will, of... Used, took up arms, as is their uh, Second Amendment right, I guess. Um, <laughs> gosh. Um, and uh, rioted and killed a bunch of people, probably Chibity's mother as well, uh, because um, there were very few tickets remaining to go up into space to, you know, to the colony. And uh, anyway, they wanted them. They were kind of terrorists who commanded a shuttle of their own. And uh, they did it by threatening the lives of a bunch of innocent people. And um, Chibity was forever scarred by that. And then he, um, you know, gets freaked out at the circus. And then he, in his match, is facing um, Jester Gundam. And uh, he's imitating him. And and he's uh, using that mockery and that imitation to basically recall um, the pain of uh, of what had happened, and he's uh, you know he's laughing like a clown too, and uh, that all compacts and it puts Chibity in a state of mind where he cannot overcome uh, the fear and the terror that he felt at the time when his mother died, and the fact that he lost his mother and that he's kind of been lying to himself about that, uh, I believe compacts the fear and um, like I said, it pretty much paralyzes him. So it's a really interesting um, you know fairly psychological. Uh, approach to the battle, and, uh, I, I liked it, um, what's really interesting is that, uh, in his terror, Chibity really, uh, pushes hard against his crew, um, the gals, uh, what is it, Bunny, Kathy, uh, Shirley, and I can't remember the last one, hmm, oh well, um, he, uh, which by the way, I think Bunny's the one with the glasses, I feel like if any of them were to, be in a relationship with him. It'd be her for some reason. I don't know why I get that sense, but I do. Anyway. Um, but he pushes them away, and uh, they actually send Rain after him to uh, see him as a doctor, and she does that, and uh, it's funny because <laughs> there's a little sub-thread where Hoi and Ming are like, oh, you know, is she leaving Del moon and will she ever come back, and what's she doing with that, you know, rough, you know, American... Um, but, uh, anyway, it's pretty funny, um, and then later on, uh, at the match, the girls want Rain to help, and she's like, look, he's your, you're his crew, you have to reach out to him and make things better, because, uh, you know, I'm with Neo Japan, and I'm not going to help the enemy, and it's not that she's heartless, it's that, um, you know, she's pushing them to, uh, handle their own business, which I think, you know, is a good thing, and, uh, you know, he is part of their crew, and it is their duty to, you know, see that they... Uh, do the best that they can do. So I like that little turn. Um, and I found it interesting how putting Rain, um, in such close contact with Chibity was, uh, was handled because, uh, Chibity kind of flirts with Rain and he acts as if he would, uh, like to be in a relationship with her, but really, um, I don't think that's true. Um, I think he's definitely uh, committed to his crew in some sense, whether that be that he's romantically interested in one of them or all of them or or what, but uh, I really do feel like uh, there is a connection that he has with them and that his flirting with Rain is just that, it's just flirting, it's just for fun and uh, it doesn't really matter to him, Um, but... uh, and, and, and I also feel like he appreciates the company of beautiful women, and uh, I, I think that's all that is. But I really liked it because it got him to uh, bring put his guard down, and we learned about his mom from his perspective. And uh, the interesting thing was that he wanted her to sing this song, which I was going to. Um, well, anyway, if I had more time uh, and people demanding it, I would look at the lyrics because I, I did look up the try to look up the lyrics of the uh, original Japanese. Uh, version of the song or Japanese song that was in the show or in the episode but I couldn't really find it very easily and um, I'm interested in knowing what it said. I read some of it talking about like a like a hidden glimmer of courage that you hold on to when things are tough or whatever um, which makes sense because he ends up uh, calling upon a deeply seated or you know a, a wellspring of courage to end up facing um, you know, Neo-Portugal's you know, Jester Gundam and overcome this laughing clown who reminds him of the guy that probably killed his mom. Um, so that was neat, uh, but I actually personally like the fact that they used, um, oh America the Beautiful? I think it's the name of the actual song. You know, Four beautiful, four spacious skies. Um, and... Uh, I really, uh, that really tickled me because, um, he said that, you know, it was a song my mom used to sing me when I was a kid and it would, you know, make me feel better. And, you know, he is the star, uh, like the rising star and the representation of the hopes and dreams of neo-America. And to think that his mom used to sing that song to him about, uh, how beautiful America is, um, it just, I don't know, it feels right and it feels good. And, uh, you know, the, I don't know how hard it would have been to adapt the song into something about courage and whatnot but I think um, how tied in he is with uh, his country uh, it's fitting that they chose to just make it <laughs> America the beautiful um, and I don't know I, I really enjoyed that there's also something about the way that G Gundam frames the relationships between men and women and like power between men and women that really fascinates me um, it feels very romantic like Uh, The song from his mother, the song that Rain sang to him, the song that the girls sing to him, uh, that his crew sings to him, like it is soft and it's feminine and it's coming from that place. But it gives him power. It gives him courage. It enables him to, you know, this roughneck fighter, flirter, um, like kind of empty, kind of shallow seeming guy is filled with something greater than himself, uh, is inspired by the words of of women and, you know, whatever, the original author of the song wasn't a woman, but that's who he knows it from and that's where it comes from for him. He probably doesn't even know who the historical uh, author of the song is, like I don't either at this moment, Um, but it's the love and the support and the tenderness and the gentleness and the, that different type of strength from these women uh, that enables him to face himself and to face the fear and to rise above and I think that's something really important and there's probably other bigger themes that are present in this but I like that one most of all that's what kind of spoke to me about you know through this episode so anyway that's all I have to say about this uh you can find more of my work at mjmunoz.com if you really, really like what I do, you can consider, uh, I'd love it if you'd consider supporting me through coffee, coffee.com slash MJ to enable me to keep doing this and more stuff um, I've got reviews on YouTube and uh, the audio links to the podcast are at MJMunoz.com you can just look through the podcast tab for King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows and you can see the other podcasts I'm doing and I also have uh, other review series I'm doing on YouTube on my Recipher channel and uh, potentially on other channels pretty soon Anyway, thanks for watching, and remember to go out there and grasp happiness.